Welcome to another episode of PG Radio. My name is Prakash Gupta. You, I hope by now you're familiar with me. I hope by now you're familiar with my mannerisms. I hope by now, to some extent, if you've been listening for a while, you're familiar with the way I think. And as I've come to like doing an introduction to all my episodes, as I've come to like providing my listeners a fair bit of context, what precedes my conversations, what is the thought that I'm going through when I'm entering into a conversation, I have found that I can now slowly delve into talking about more details about my life because there is such a such a profoundly obvious relationship between what has happened as a function of me growing up and what I seek to answer through the means of the conversations that I have that I just cannot ignore it. So on this episode, I spoke to a gentleman named Santu Mishra. Santu Mishra is famous for, he's famous for his company called Slurp. He is also the director producer for Pusha Kapil and Dolly Singh. He's worked with IDIVA and Men's XP and he's one of the most phenomenal forces of nature in the content market sphere. In fact, I was speaking to Santu before we recorded the podcast conversation. And very often I am on the giving end of a conversation where the other person walks around and they're like, what the hell just happened? Speaking to Santu, and I mentioned it to him throughout this conversation and the one we had before that, it was like a, it was like a trip. Like it, it exploded certain parts of my mind things that I had never thought about. And, and that allowed me to create space for a set of questions that I've been meaning to get answered for for a very long time. So I'll tell you what those questions were. When I was a child, I remember having to write essays, paragraphs, that's what they were called in my English examinations on issues like how is social media, uh, you know, like the worst thing that could happen to kids. It was always framed like there was a version of science boon or bane, but when you were supposed to write for social media, you were supposed to tell or like you were supposed to say how social media is the most obvious distraction in a child's life. And I remember there were speeches to that effect given in school assemblies. There were principals and, and vice principals and head of departments talking about how social media was a new menace and how Facebook was destroying children's lives and blah, 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 blah. And I found it convincing. I was a child, right? Like you wouldn't, I was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, if I spend too much time on Facebook, I'm not doing real life shit. But I always wondered if, how is it that every day we have to come to school or every week or every month or so we have to discuss this issue, issue and nothing ever gets solved. Like I'm still on Facebook and not just me. I was slowly seeing my teachers get on Facebook. I was slowly seeing my school start to operate on Facebook. As I left my high school, I saw my school had a proper functional presence on Facebook and I kept wondering what, what was happening. And it, I came to understand that the market moves a certain way, that the market has a sense of motion of its own self that we cannot deny. At best, what we can do is optimize it. And this has come to me as a learning 10 years after I first thought about this thought. But the general idea is I think there are so many of such domains that parents, because they've, they've grown up in a different time, they've grown up with a set of economic infrastructure that is very unlike what it is today. Think, especially in India, where, you know, economic pressures are high. Think that anything that detracts, anything that is farther away from the main flow of the river, anything that is too far away from the main course of your life, which is, listen, get a job, get married, have kids, blah, 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 is a distraction. And this thought has profound consequences, stuff that if, if I discuss right now is going to sound so silly because the extent of problems that we have in India are greater. But it's like, if you do not let your children play with the latest tools available in the market, they will never make the next latest set of tools. Like innovation happens if you let people use other people's work. And I think in that regard, I have been fairly pissed with how society dealt with video games and social media back when I was growing. The fact that I had to discover seven, eight years hence that video games and social media were so profoundly impactful, that they were so relevant, that in fact, the future has an undeniable place for social media and video games. In fact, most of the money that will get earned will have something to do with social media and video games. It hurt me. And that is sort of what was going through my mind when I was trying to have this conversation with Santu, which was like, listen, you've managed to run Santu, a successful ass business based on storytelling using social media. And it's not just that it's a new mode of storytelling. It's it's become this radically new form of advertisement where people like Kusha, where people like Santu for that matter, he makes Bengali content, but people like myself, we become these um, neutral bomb nodes that can explode in the direction a brand wants us to. So I become such a good storyteller that a brand comes to me is like, listen, integrate my product and sell my product as you do your storytelling. So social media is allowed to decentralize advertisement as a whole. And, and all these models were allowed to emerge because people were allowed to play with these platforms to see what their power was. And so in that sense, there is a rapidly changing economic landscape that is facilitated by these brilliant means of 
engagement there is something called agglomeration let me let me let me talk about economic geography for a second i was writing a paper recently about how new york city is going to change post coronavirus and part of the reason new york city is new york city is something called agglomeration the fact that there is such an interesting set of people who hang around the center of new york city every day that ideas get passed around that people form teams and new things happen and my fair bit of fear is that this agglomeration this concept of agglomeration is now obsolete in the geographical space like it is no longer that i need to gather ideas in in times square times square or like or wall street or any of that like as soon as work from home becomes a viable sustainable option right as soon as for service industries for finance people can work from home nobody's meeting at the downtown cafe to talk about you know what the next big acquisition is going to be that now happens in many different forms on many different online platforms like twitter has become an agglomeration economy where i post an idea somebody comments somebody retweets somebody has another conversation and suddenly an idea has emerged for a different person right reddit has become that kind of a place and and then there are different specialized places for specialized specialized conversations that occur so it's it's almost as if the virtual space has absorbed the need for agglomeration and the physical space is losing out on that and, and the general idea is that in some sense coronavirus is fast tracking our future it's almost sort of everything that we ever predicted we'd have needs to be done right now almost all potentialities that existed in our environment from the difference in economic classes which has become starkly evident with the migrant labor phenomena to virtual reality which was always this thing that was complete in technology but we still hadn't found its use everything that was part of our future is finding its use in the present right now and in that sense coronavirus is sort of fast tracking our journey into the future and these were the set of questions this was the extent of thought where it was like hey so santu what do i do with storytelling in the future how does how do i make sense of that as you'll find out through the course of the conversation the conversation never got to that part santu is an extremely charming man he has his way around jokes around humor around conversation and i had a brilliant time talking we still did touch upon a few of those subjects we still went around some of that territory and i definitely definitely learned a lot from him surprisingly i'd say from all the guests i've ever spoken to santu's probably been the most eye opening it's probably because things that he was talking about were so different from what i usually talk about too with my journalist friends and all that jazz right but i think i think you'd love it i think you'd love how how um, charming santu is and how fun how much fun we had during this conversation so i'm excited for you guys to watch it if you followed the podcast for a while please do not forget to press the subscribe button i worked really hard i've been doing this for a year i've been having the time of my life i'm not going to deny but the more the numbers the better i feel about doing this the more excited i am to put out more content the more leverage i have to experiment and trust me you i'm only beginning to scratch the surface of the kind of shit that i want to do i'm not joking and if you have come across this for the first time if you're santu's friend or something like that you know santu's a podcast he consumes podcast so i know he's going to forward this um if you if you're santu sandra something please don't forget to check out my library i think you will absolutely be impressed by the kind of conversations i've been having i've been trying to put out very very quality content and if you like it don't don't forget to subscribe press the bell icon press the bell icon all right i hope you have fun during this conversation please leave a comment if you if you have a complaint you can always reach out to me my social media handles are somewhere right here best of luck and welcome to pg radio Since we already so we have half an hour to do this. Come on, let's make it work. <laughs> you know, the last person who said that to me was Anupam Kher, and that episode never aired. So thank you yes, so much, Santu, for doing Anupam this. Anupam Kher, yes, come on. No, you know what? I've been I, yesterday. There is this thing that I say um, every time I am in an experience that leaves me baffled. I say this thing, which I, which is like, तो फिर नशे करने का क्या फायदा, right? Because it's okay. last the conversation I had yesterday with you was such a trip for me, and I mean it would okay. not have been for everybody else. It's just that I'm in the point of my life where speaking to you was such a such an experience. I was like नशे करने का क्या फायदा? I was so happy for the rest of the day in my own misery because you gave me so much to think, and so I thought I'd come up with at least um, a few questions, or if not a few questions, a few directions that would make you think, right? My first direction is. How was your day, and what did you do all day? Oh my God, today was exhausting. I have written down what I have done today, actually. Right. So I started. I because <laughs> I'm a fat potato. I started working out yesterday, uh-huh. and I've been working out alone for the last week. And then I got a trainer on board. We started yesterday, so I note, noted down what I ate and drank today. Right. right. So I had coffee with milk. I had a chicken chicken stew with like carrots in it, and I had three rotis. Right. And that's it. I'm that's what I'm allowed to eat the entire day. Uh huh. And in the night after I work out, I'm allowed to get some like muesli situation. 
who the hell is giving you that shit if you so do not mind me asking okay do not listen let me tell you something um i don't know if i have in my head i mean i was dealing with body image issues up until recently i was extremely i was never dealing with body issues no let i'm just tell telling you. you i'm just not i'm not trying to relate here so no no no, no. <laughs> I, I, let me put it first i from my i've always been chubby and from 19 till about 28 i was never dealing with body issues up until now hmm. now is when now <laughs> is when i deal like i not body issue but i just like you would rather get fitter i would yeah because i don't want to have a heart attack right no I, and i follow you know what i i, I yeah. think so the reason why i was saying that is because i understand the culture of or like the the influence set that comes with that and and um, one of them is starving yourself and i never think that is an acceptable way to go about it so yeah. in case you go down that route there are at least so five five different nutritional directions i can suggest to you that will not keep you hungry and you'll be no, okay, absolutely you know, okay 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 you know i'll i'll back off i'll back off immediately santu acha okay you know what the second direction second direction that i want oh no we never finished so you were working out today never finished okay right. so i okay so what i did today i just note down what i ate for the first time in my life i was like okay i'm going to be i'm not going to have sugar i'm going to eat try and eat as healthy as possible in my mm-hmm. scenario without actually starving myself i'm not hungry right now which right. is great Right. right. Congratulations. Uh, if I feel hungry, I will eat a banana. Right. Right. Perfect. Solid. Um, right. Um. What I worked on a bunch of things actually. I've, I've worked on a. I worked on a couple of videos for Idiva. I worked on a couple of videos for Men's XP. I I'm I'm working on a cover uh, for Idiva that is supposed to release event like ASAP. It's a trending hot topic which I can't reveal. Okay. Sorry, I. Now you've um, got this conversation all hot now. No, I now I I cannot reveal. It's a very trending. It's a trending topic. Cover. Okay. okay. Uh, eventually, it comes out in this week. Hopefully by Monday or uh-huh. Saturday. We're aiming for Saturday. Right. Um, I'll send you the link once it comes out. And I'll attach right? it in the and show notes. And so, it's right. it's an incredible it's an incredible cover story actually. Uh huh. And then I did a bunch of calls. I just was on the call in like, then I did like I was working on some pitch for a brand. for our agency uh-huh. so i did about i did a lot of things by till about 4 pm right right, right. from say about 11:30 12 i just right. i was constantly working so the, re- even, the reason why i take you in such a redundant direction you know mm-hmm. as far as the 30 minutes that i've received from you um, is because mm-hmm. when i heard of you there was i had a very the first interaction i had with the concept of santu mishra was how interesting like what is the genesis story of this mm-hmm. man and and w- not not just genesis story but everything from your name to your persona is so unique in the mm-hmm. way at least i have perceived it that i'm curious mm-hmm. how does mm-hmm. santu become santu or santu is it a heart is a heart t how, how do you pronounce it there's a t there's a t okay santu okay so how does santu how does santu come to be santu what's the story you know i started when i was 19 right mm-hmm. um i moved to delhi from a place called guwahati in assam right represent um, nice place i like it very yeah very small town mm-hmm. right um uh, like all indians uh, and this is 2009 right this is the boom of internet right um, this is the boom of blogging culture blogspot culture and this is mm. the boom of wordpress blogs and this is the boom what year is this online. 2009 2009 that's when yeah. blog sphere in india was booming hmm. yeah hmm. right i am i was 19 and I, i i was looking at all of these fashion bloggers that were coming up internationally and i couldn't find anybody in india so i was like oh my god i'm going to become one right hmm. so i was when i was 20 or uh, by 19 to 20 i was one of the top like influential bloggers ever right i was on the l magazine top 15 influential people in fashion list right hmm. How how young were you back then? I was twenty. Damn, that's amazing. Right? And I was I had my own blog, and I used to take street style pictures. I used to take pictures of fashion people, almost like documenting fashion. Fashion, you know, there's no documentation of fashion throughout like street and fashion week, etc. Except for me, and there's one more blog called Where About, hmm. run by this person called Manu, hmm. um, who uh, started doing documenting fashion, and then he eventually started going into North um, Northeast India. um bhutan and documenting street fashion from there right um his became a little more philosophical more non fashiony 
mine was very fashion documentation that i've contributed to w magazine in america where i where i shot lakme fashion week for them so i did a lot you photographed lakme fashion i photographed right okay, photographed nice. street style fo- street style photos but in a very unique perspective were my strength right mm-hmm. um and i had photographed a lot of people some of the best pictures of those fashion people are my photographs mm-hmm. right and those were taken like in what 10 seconds 5 seconds without even knowing some of them knowing it right right um so yeah i i had a blog i had a blog spot it was called devil war right after devil war spot i was right, obsessed right. with fashion right um then i went to fashion school right i went to pearl um i did about 2 years i dropped out because i thought everybody was stupid there right mm. but that just me right don't kids <laughs> should not drop out of pearl. school nay pearl is a very interesting ecosphere my ex girlfriend yeah. and my sister both went to pearl so i was like an active periphery to pearl more than once and i mm-hmm. think it is a very interesting educational ecosphere yeah i'm not going to i'm not going to comment on, on pearl <laughs> because right now i can't comment about it right at, okay. at you are bound by too much legal obligations santu i think we should have done this some other time and I, i am but right what i would tell people is to not drop out of college right cuz i have seen the risk of dropping out of Right, mm. it was so much pressure. I had so much pressure in me that if I cannot make this work, I'm going to be the butterfly jokes. Right, mm. I'm going to be the oh, you so, dropped out and you didn't do nothing right. out of your life. Right, so it it wasn't like it was it wasn't like hoega ki nahi hoga. It was more the psychological pressure with 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 that comes with the fact that you know you might the downside is so strong. Everybody you know like the me. pressure was me myself like I, nobody put pressure on me my parents never put pressure on me hmm. i was always an incredible student i was mm-hmm. always artistic i was always good at everything right hmm. so my parents really didn't never put pressure on me saying acha acha you have to do it i had this pressure on myself hmm. that of course ha huh, right right have to do great i cannot be mediocre i hmm. cannot be average i cannot be even good hmm. i have to do remarkable in this genre right right and then i was doing fashion da 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 i moved to bombay one year and i was like oh my god and i have achieved a lot i had achieved a lot within a short span Small, of time right, right? right. Hmm. i was a good stylist i was a good design consultant you know and what i had figured out <clears throat> in by 19 till 25 is i am somebody who is very good at putting things together right i am somebody very good at bringing a vision together i am somebody very good at bringing a point of view together i am somebody good at bringing multiple people together and like making something happen right mm. this is essentially a producer's job right which is essentially right. a creative producer creative director right. you know essentially right. a creative please. director like, yes right? please continue cuz you can be multiple point of view that but there has to be one linear point of view that results in something right right In 2016 is when I moved to back to Delhi from uh, Bombay, right? And I started working with ITV and Men's XP mm. as a fashion editor, right? Um, and for Times Group, and I was hired on spot. They didn't even question; they were like, "Okay, fine." When I joined, I saw that there was a lot of scope to be a lot of things to be done with the website. um video was just about starting right um, and this is back in 2016 2016 video was right? just starting in 2016 like content yeah. people were doing it but we were late whatever whatever right right and then suddenly i think um uh, mr angad bhatia who is our coo at times group who i still work with um said ke you know all india times men's xp and idv are the three brands of ireland and they are going to start making video right and we're going to start making x number of minutes a month right because we were, we had a deal with a brand that we would make this number of minutes a month and we would get paid for the amount of minutes minutes right it was like do or die right and it was like you would be given one editor one producer that's the team that's the team right one second mm. huh? please looking for that are a coffee for myself okay right so um Yeah, so twenty sixteen, started doing minutes, minutes, whatever, 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 and then we didn't know. See, we didn't know to expect, right? We didn't have any talent. There was no concept of talent. There was no concept of 
influencers. Right. There was no concept of, there was only bloggers, right? Mm. There was only fashion bloggers mm. and YouTubers, right? There was no concept of influencers at, at large. And then we started making those videos, right? Everybody started making like, oh my God, ambitious sketch banana hai, funny cheese karni hai, you know, people, when you get initial concept, that's what you do, right? Sorry. For me, I was like, I have not seen girls talking to the camera, right? And putting forward a point of view, hmm. almost like breaking the glass ceiling, hmm. right? It was to hmm. me in my head. What is the glass glass ceiling here? Like that, you know, that girls cannot have opinions. Girls cannot be funny. You know, internet has those notions, right? Right. Girls have those notions, right? And I was like, we will do all of that and above, right? Girls will be funny. Girls are funny. And we will do comedy. We will put a point of view. We will do aggressive comedy. We will do aggressive ranting. Right. So we spoke about uh, uh, sexual harassment. We spoke about when girls getting groped at concert. We spoke about trans uh, uh, Miss World. We spoke right. about uh-huh. uh, so we spoke about all of those things, and we spoke about frivolous things. People reacting to Taimur Ali Khan, right? Girls talking about bras, like mm. everything under the table we spoke about. Right. You normalized the idea that women could talk on the internet with an opinion. Women could talk about everything. We spoke mm. about we spoke about sex. We spoke about um, 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 horny. I did an episode of Horny Girls. You know, mm. it was a series was called Horny Girls ever, right? Mm. I was like, why is no content out there? Why are boys allowed to do these kind of content and girls are not allowed to do so? I have a question. Uh, when yeah. you say that, um, you know, that there's a notion on the internet that women yeah. cannot be friendly. Yeah. I, um, well, I, I have, and I, I fucking hate the fact that I have to mention more than one ex-girlfriend in a podcast, yeah. but I had an ex-girlfriend who was uh, a comedian and she was funny. Like she was genuinely funny. But yeah. my opinion of that nature was that I almost had to buy into a different set of funny rules to find her really funny. And when I was hanging out with her, that would happen. Because you is a misogynist. No, no, no. (laughs) My question to you is, listen to me. No, I loved how funny she was. Like, I'm not denying that, but it was just, uh, my funny is kind of different. But Your funny is crass funny. My my, my funny might be crass funny, but uh, you said something about content being bracketed to like, you know, when we were speaking for the first time. Yeah. So does that have anything to do with my observation? Do you think it is true that say, woman funny is different than hetero funny? Mm. I'm not implying anything. Like I'm just genuinely Funny is funny. Uh-huh. You looking at a perspective and finding only hetero funny is is, is problematic. It's problematic. Right? It's not yeah. even like accidental. It's problematic. It's problematic, right? Okay. As you have this preconceived notion that you have to subscribe to a set of rules to find women funny, right? No, 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 no. I I meant it in a, I I meant it in a more artistic abstract sense, but I communicated it in a more mechanical way. So it seemed mm-hmm. like I have to buy into something, but it's just like, like right now I'm buying into the way you are funny, right? Like it's, it's just sort of like an interactive uh, uh, buy-in to a conversation. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not I think that funny is funny. doesn't matter what kind of funny, what kind right. of not funny, right? right, right. Um, but also funny is subjective, mm. right? So we have to accept and agree Right. Right. If girls find, don't find a boy funny, and if some boys don't find a girl funny, doesn't mean they are not funny. Doesn't right, right, mean, right. Doesn't mean that they they're maybe not mature enough to understand mm. that comedy, or, they or maybe are not, that's not part of their world, right? Like that. That's not part of the ecosystem. That's not part of their narrative. That's not their part of their understanding. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Right, right. Not everybody has to be funny to everybody. I mean, right. we can live in this world. It's like you know, that's that's what my. Fair. But my point of view was huh, that huh. I had not seen girls talk. Right in a way that was sort of like, almost like having an authority on something. Mm-hmm. On the of, offense. On the offense, right? Right, 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 right. And I did not want, and I wanted them to have makeup on and I wanted them to dress and I wanted them to look pretty. We had girls of different sizes. We were size inclusive. We were, um, we were, you know, we were, we were inclusive. We were, you know, like regionally inclusive, right? We were diverse, right? And I don't think till today there has been such a diverse group of girls mm. that was there at IDY at one point of time, mm. right? Mm. And there was Devi Parna who was Bengali, there was Shivani who was Punjabi, there was Kusha, there was Dolly, you know, there was Tuti, you know, and, and it, 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 just, and it just sort of made a diverse group of girls, right? And them talking about things, mm. right? 
and it was incredible you know it was incredible and you know women started to feel so represented uh, empowered by it right and they started to feel so like oh my god this these are real girls right and what helped us and what made us who we are was that none of these girls looked like manicured produced skinny you know uh, talent you know there's nothing wrong in it right there's nothing wrong in manicured skinny talent however um what helped us is that we were diverse we were real it was like real girls talking mm. right and talking whatever the, you know we had no script for about uh, a year right we were not scripted we were improv everybody all of it. improv all the sketches all were improv all, all no. of it was improv so you were telling on me on the spot improv you were telling me that the stuff that kusha and dolly were doing in their early days was all improv was just like camera on and they're just like ha ha just on it was like Bro, camera on that is my fantastic. voice and that's it that's so these girls were genuinely talented right so like, i had i had known of dolly uh, because yeah. i think she was a fashion influencer before she was yeah. doing what right yeah. so yeah. i had and i i had i had some i think passing acquaintance with her back then and i saw her after that on this stuff I did. and yeah. it was it was like <clears throat> as like she's made for this so much more than she's made yeah. for right like it's so instant you understand that the character playing is effortless even yeah. on kusha's end yeah you know have you seen westworld yeah have you have you noticed the concept of reveries like he talks about how those little that's what makes acting believable right yeah. those little things and it's no almost answer. seamless it's seamless yeah. from these two ladies at least it's like you know it you're like you're listening to a real thing okay yeah it's all that's incredible Yeah, because you know, like what I think also made them who they are, and what helped them grow their following was the fact that they did, they had done improv for so long, mm-hmm. and that everything was improv, and then they, and the characters they made with me and that I made with them was a part of their life. Life, right? It was a part of themselves, which is what my notion is when I make a character, right? When I make when I come up with a character with somebody, my idea is that it has to be a part of that person's personality. Mm. Kusha can do Billy Massey if you tell Kusha switch on, switch off like that, mm. right? And she can do Billy Massey at any given time, at any given situation. Is she asked at airports to do it? Yeah. <laughs> People have asked her at like you know like random events saying, "Okay, Billy Massey, come and show." Yeah, that must be so annoying. That's like that's the kind but of that is also won't... such a annoying for sure. Hmm. But that's also such a such a you know like such a. It's like an Indian thing, no? Papa will say, "Beta poem, listen to all the guests time here, right?" Yeah, something video came about it too. Mommy will say, "Not seeing all guests time." There is no topic that I have not covered actually, because Haan. I have not seen those videos, right? Haan. I had my first viral video was "Shit Bengalis Say" or Haan. "Shit Bengalis Hate," something Haan. like that. Right. Like it had twenty-five thousand shares in like a couple of hours. I remember Haan. first viral video. Ne- I was like, "Fuck, blown away." I was like, "Never seen." Bengali content in that yeah. aspect, right? I had never seen regional content get so much like number, right? Right. Before we started doing it, right? Right. Like I remember, we remember when Gorum Lakshmi people were like blown away. It became like a pan India, like a mm. free catchphrase. Like mm. people would just like randomly at hotels like see us and say Gorum Lakshmi. Like mm-hmm. you know, it was just like incredible, right? Right. That's what made me also realize the power of catchphrase. <laughs> you know what? Right. Like, like the idea made catchphrases happen for a while, right? For a while, because I remember nobody was doing these one-liners. People were doing like, you know, everybody was focusing on girl next door, sweet, pretty college girl. Right. Does not wear too much makeup. Right. Like yeah, she stays in her lines. Right. So boring. So boring. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I said, we will do eyeshadow, eyeliner, lipstick. Where is the baddiness? Like, where is the baddiness, bro? Like, bring that on. I was like, we will talk about glamour. We will address issues. while being glamorous and there is nothing wrong in it as right. girls can wear makeup girls can dress up and mm. talk about every issue in life but mm. like nobody's made this rule who yeah. made this rule as right. it has there are no when it comes to content and when it comes to viral content huh. right? and people say we will make viral content you can make viral content huh. you can make content that eventually you hope to go viral right huh. that's the correct phrase right right 
and people are like um, you know we can't do that. I said no I said you can do everything you can be whoever you want to be on the internet uh-huh. and there will be an audience right if there is no audience for now there eventually will be an audience and right. that is the bottom line right right hey right. you know it keeps so, reminding me of the of of westworld you know it, i think one of the episodes opens with the line this is the wild west and you can be whoever you know like what was also a lot of inspiration for uh, me to do is hbo girls uh, the first two seasons of girls was remarkable it Achha. was like a real fucked up millennial sex and the city right? yeah uh, like, ha ha sex and the city but you know sex and the city was so unbelievable ha girls hbo was like realistic right ha. real problems right? right and the first two seasons when it became such a cult classic that was also my inspiration i was like oh my god a group of girls can do anything hmm. you know hmm. tell so me that Hmm. were you ever were you ever into playing video games or something along those lines as a child like something that you were asked not to do explicitly not to do then and so here is a general idea i was recently hanging out with a friend and i was mentioning that i started playing video games very very recently and it has it has informed me so much about the way technology mm-hmm. is moving forward i am so interested yeah. in this like this this um this prohibition that i had as a child against mm-hmm. social media against mm. video games turned out mm. to be so counter intuitive in the long run i wish mm. i was acquainted with these mediums i wish i was acquainted with these mediums of expression sooner because then i would have been able to do exactly what you said you did with hbo's girls you were consuming this medium and then you realize there is something that can be done with this in my personal life as well right mm. inspiration is borrowed from consumption and the more innovative your objects of consumption are the more innovative your objects of production are the mm. general idea being let your fucking kids play video games let your children hang out on social media because that's where the bloody future of money making is mm. what do you think about that mm. i'm not saying pubg mobile theek hai i'm not saying nah. pubg mobile but i mean just see the gen z is wilding who what is the gen z am i gen z no. i'm always confused i'm 90 no, 95 96 born what's gen z no, you're old enough 2000s is gen z oh 2000s is gen z ठीक है ओके सॉलिड यस सो व्हाट यू ओल्ड टू बी जेन ओके आई आई मीन आई एम नॉट इंटरेस्टेड इन बीइंग एनी यू आर लाइक 26 हां 25 25 25 24 25 लाइक यू नो समटाइम्स आई एम कंफ्यूज्ड आई एम गोना स्लोली बारगेन यू गोना सेल इट 22 फिर बर्थ सर्टिफिकेट में कम कर लो मेरे पापा ही भूल गए थे कम करना मेरी मम्मी उस दिन तेरे पापा भूल गए कम करना और नाम का स्पेलिंग भी गलत लिखा है सही में हाउ इज इट हाउ इज इट स्पेल्ड आई डोंट नो आई डोंट नो It's too late now. <laughs> See, right? I think kids should have access to Gen Z. The Gen Z is wilding. Mm. I mean, to say the least, mm. they are unhinged. They are mm. absolutely relentless, and they are exceptional at social media. Right? It's second they, nature. Yeah. It's second nature yeah. to them. Also, Gen Z knows how to talk to Gen Z. Huh. Like we have you to, know, we have to make an effort. 100% because we don't know how to talk to gen z right. but gen z knows how to talk to gen z it's a right? different language man and right. um yeah i mean they are killing it at and that you know so i i don't really know how to comment on this on people should not be used video games or whatever right i because, see um, i feel like the more you restrict people the more they want to be on something right absolutely right the more you say mat karo people are going to be like ab karna hai right uh-huh. and uh, and kids and pa- parents are actually not understood the fact that these are money making platform right exactly parents have exactly. also understood the fact that these are money making in sustainable careers yes right like the general idea being are right now Still, the general idea is the doctors and engineers are sustainable ha huh, ha huh, right. like bro we are going through an economic storm like let's yeah. be real if you send your child yeah. to australia right now for 4 years you're taking mm. such a big financial cost such a big time yeah. cost might yeah. as well let him learn how to design video games like yeah. think about what is more reasonable but you know yeah. i understand i understand and that's part of part of the way uh, i want to communicate what i mm. do is to allow people to think about how education mm. should be shaped in the future i mm. think i feel very betrayed with the mm. way uh, some part of me was raised when i was a child mm. by the ecosystem mm. not just my parents mm. religion was one of them i was very angry about it for a while then i made peace with it but education mm. i have it i think that was particularly um, low balling 
my potential and the potential of a lot of others but okay i get that right let me ask you um, how recording was during corona virus like how does are you taking a a sub? um i how was a how how novel was recording during corona virus because there was this notion i heard that i got hooked to and there was that corona virus is the future it's the catalyst the fast forwarder of the future things that we were expecting to come in a certain future are now urgently needed and one of them was you know you recording you directing stuff from home this remote process of artistic expression how does this work out oh, oh my god you know the last 62 days have been tough mm. right uh, remote directing remote scripting um talents becoming absolutely self sufficient in their production talents mm. becoming absolutely self sufficient in their makeup um everything and above and beyond has been very very tough right however it has taught a lot of people a lot of uh, it's made a lot of people humble right mm. humility it has taught like to me especially right mm. um um you know to do your bartan and to and to sit on whatsapp for four hours to shoot girls who are sitting like in some part of the some part of the country and direct a video and make sure it goes to the editor and then it edits it but like we said we human beings are so skilled at jugaad like mm. we say right adaptability so, and adaptability and also concepts and coming up with newer concepts and coming up with an idea and coming up with execution i feel like humans are also very good at end to end production right the entire thing right and people who are good at end to end production have quickly figured it out how to do it right and that has helped people get a lot of numbers in this time a lot of people have emerged as bigger creators a lot of people who are much smaller have emerged with big following mm. right almost sort of have become the voice of 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 you know like uh, comedy or fun or whatever right but people who have emerged out of that victoria out of this time victorious are the ones who have quickly been able to adapt mm. or were always skilled and always had that in them <laughs> right um see a production team sitting behind you can always make you successful mm. right it is when you are stripped back it is when you are stripped bare it is when you don't say have a big team mm. can you still do it can you mm. still make the magic happen mm. and someone like a kusha someone like a danish said on on instagram mm. um a lot of these other creators have just remarkably dolly have remarkably killed at this point and killed mm. at this time and have just their sheer hard work has just is remarkable you know i watch these girls especially kushan dolly and the amount of work that they do and a bunch of other girls that i work with in on idiva you know shivani prapti sukriti you know these new girls that i work with mm. these girls are relentless you know and they are like chalo karte concept hai chalo banate you know video hai aise shoot karna hai um, you know like tripod nahi hai you know like so you know the challenges are real right mm. <laughs> because one doesn't invest in all of this right when it's is a normal phase in time right you don't think about it you don't think like such heavily about it right so you seem yeah. filled with emotion yeah i think that's what i think it's made me really really like appreciate people and appreciate right. like talent and you know you know some days i was like fuck i can't be like a cheerleader anymore i can't be like chalo chalo monkey dance karo chalo chalo bandar dance karo right but, right but um, you know like so grateful to my boys who work with me at slurp you know they have just constantly worked really really hard mm-hmm. and people at idiva and mensp we have worked really really hard at doing content and i i look at look around a lot of other media people have worked very hard you know right right because nobody expected this nobody anticipated this right um uh, you're going blur by the way your I'm, focus is going is it your focus is off it it will come back on please continue <laughs> it will come back on i'm 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 very interested so what has made me realize is that the sheer power of media hmm. the people in it were very gifted and very talented not just my people who work with me people around people around the globe have done some remarkable benchmark quality videos and uh, photos right and uh, i think we are prepared for this world and i think we are prepared for this new normal and i think we are prepped for this uh, you know world to 
have you know because it's not going to be go back to normal anytime soon right it's right. not going to become okay you're not going to be like chalo chalo abhi abhi bahar jayenge aur chalte chalo party karke aate hain south delhi se bro i'm i'm i don't know how i'm going to make it to delhi and not go to aro like that's my that's my standard yeah i don't know how that's going to happen where is it that yeah. you usually go to delhi like what's your hang uh hang out space yeah i'm very old now you know i don't hang i don't, don't go hang. to I, I i you know i used to love aro and i used to love some house and all but i just feel too old now and uh-huh. i hate going out yeah i mean i get that i've seen that happen when i was 21 i was i was a lot more than now yeah. right you know and in new york i barely unless there is a good musical act happening in brooklyn that's the only time i'll go out otherwise mm-hmm. you might as well give me my book and i'm happy right but when mm-hmm. i'm in delhi because my there are so many of my friends in the decentralized mm-hmm. i have this one spot and that's aro we go there and it's only when like somebody like a lifafa is playing Oh my gosh! Mm. Brilliant stuff. Great gigs. Oh my god, Edgy. Oh my god, I like hipster. <laughs> no, no, barely, barely. Yeah. I I'm know the so hipster. My friends, though, my friends, though, you like them. They're hipsters like that. But that's yeah. okay. I want to ask you this, right? Um, you were. I, 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 I get the idea. I also think part of the new normal is this uh, decentralized. This your business model, if I may use a term as crass as that, is. essentially like a decentralized advertisement service right in mm-hmm. the sense that mm-hmm. instead of this being a huge advertising company you've mm-hmm. creators who are great storytellers and mm-hmm. these great mm-hmm. storytellers are such so good that they can integrate products that they believe mm-hmm. in that they subscribe to in their act mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. that creates influence by itself and that, i think that's wonderful and mm-hmm. i think in that sense you guys have done not just during this corona virus thing but as far as and as long as i've known about um your talents and then you um mm-hmm. something phenomenal and at this mm. point there is nobody more viral on my instagram than kusha but mm. the question remains mm. when what is this glass what is this glass wall between say an alia but and a kusha kapila like at this point what, mm. when will this youtube content creation space translate into the kind of glory that traditional media traditional entertainment sources in india get what is what it's is missing really here different. It, we don't have to i mean i'm not saying like my, my general point is what is the difference between no i'll give you a very good example of it okay i'm on 1% battery hmm. on your battery on your i'm going to charge it one second okay so uh, do you want to finish answering the question you were answering what was the question again the the question was um how, what is this uh, what is left before this new form of media acquires the same relevance that it traditional no no so this is going to be a different kind of a fame it's not going to be the and same it, as a bollywood fame it shouldn't have, it shouldn't also mm-hmm. bollywood needs us internet people mm-hmm. internet people need bollywood prime example when riya kapoor approached me to, for south delhi girls to have an integration with virati wedding with sonam and karina and swara and you know everybody else from the cast Shikhar and everybody else from the cast. I was like, yes, please. I was like, because that and that we did the wedding South Delhi girl episode has over twelve million views across platforms, organic views. It was humongous. Nobody had ever seen Karina and Sonam and others do integration like that, right? Before our South Delhi girls happened, because they were behaving like South Delhi girls, right? So we realized, and what Idiva became at that point in time was number one in production houses. calendar of you know shooting and then everybody started shooting you know all they started shooting with internet people because they wanted to capitalize on the ips we want to capitalize on the celebrity so there should never be a time when creators think that they have become celebrities or no. creators think that they have become aliabhat and aliabhat should never think that she's become a creator it's as simple as that right they they can have a presence on youtube they can have a presence on instagram like they all do but uh, creators are creators what creators can do celebrities can't do what celebrities can do creators probably can do but they will never get that fame and they will never get that kind of appeal or that mass you know whatever right so before before um, you know um, i let you go i have i have one before we end this episode of coffee with karan <laughs> before we end this episode what hamper do you want my my question is i'm very curious what do you call the art that you do like what is this is this this is it's it's slightly different it's not really just acting it's not really just writing this is a very novel kind of a thing in itself content creation everybody on the internet is a content creator if you call yourself an influencer i will come and slap you and thrash you 
because you're not an influencer. Huh. It's like somebody out there going to say, I'm God. Huh. 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 People writing influencer on the profiles, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you it's like saying, I'm gifted. Huh. <laughs> but I think content creators too generalize, no? Like you'll have No, to- that's what makes it interesting. Content mm. creators too generic. Mm. That's why everybody fits in that bracket. Right? Mm. Mm. Hmm. So you just create artifacts for people to consume, intellectual artifacts, right? Artistic you artifacts for people to consume. For people to consume, you create content. It could be comedy. It could be scientific. It could be a rant. It could be uh, a sketch. It could be. Um, uh, and it's basically a part of your personality, or it, it could it be just anything at all. It could, it just could be, be a part of your personality. It could be a personality that you create. It could be a character that you have created. It could be you. Just like what you are doing, a podcast that you are doing, and you are speaking to interesting personalities. Everything is content. Right. All of us are creators. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I think I think yeah, that also is a very interesting. You know, when I was talking to you about tools uh, that talking mm. to people, so this this looks like it's very interesting that almost everything that I do in the future is a piece mm. of content for me because I'm a creator yeah. exclusively, explicitly separate 100%. thing. But 100%. for everybody else too, like think about everything else that you do as a consumable. And how interesting yeah. is it? You know the whole notion of think of your life as a Hollywood movie. Will they make a movie about you when you die? Think of your like your life as a piece of content. You're right. 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 Absolutely. Right. It's a it's a horror show. Uh, but tell me tell me what what do you what do you think about the uh, horror show? What do you think about vernacular content now that you started experimenting mm, with humongous potential? Hena, like I just moved to Hindi recently. I was, potential. Huh. You know we have realized. Huh. Moment we switch from IDVA from switch to Hindi to English and more Hindi, mm. the numbers are through the roof. So Hindi be vernacular nahi hai yaar. Like l- l- Hindi still is like uh, Bangla is really vernacular. How does that do? How does like something like in Haryana? Insane Bangla content, my Bengali content of my savage video that I posted on my Instagram, which has forty five thousand people in it, has done thirty seven thousand shares. It has done 225 recreation videos on TikTok. Hmm. That means 225 people in this world have recreated using my sound. I'm like, what the fuck? Right? You're too famous. I'm TikTok famous. (laughs) But it was an experiment for me to see if Bangla content, which people consider as vernacular content, can it work, right? Hmm. The thing is that Hindi content will always be stronger. Bengali content will always be stronger, right? Because yeah. it unites that community, it unites the people, right? Um, when when you speak in that language, people feel like you're their own, and that's what gen- changes the game. So the right? consumability also, the consumables yeah. of is, yeah. is also yeah. has to be relatable. So like yeah. we are now coming up with a model of doing things, right? You do yeah. things that yeah. can be consumed, and you do things yeah. that can be consumed that are relatable. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Huh. Huh. You, you content. You do things that appeal to a certain section of people, right? You do things that people can relate to, like say, uh, why are com- uh, college comedies or college uh, uh, sketches very popular? Because mm. it's a humongous uh, a section of people, right? right. Uh, school comedies are very popular, right? So the thing is that you gotta cater to people that has a large, say, section, right? They will consume, right? They will want to see. They will laugh with you, laugh at you, laugh, you know, laugh at your jokes, laugh at your everything, right? When you, as a creator, are con- making something, you have to make sure that anybody can laugh at anything that you do, right? Mm. And laugh, or it makes them think, or it makes them, you know, you know, at makes them angry, right? Mm. Everything is everything is fair. In, everything is fair in content world, right? Oh, love and, and war are out of the window. Everything's yeah. not fair in love and war. Everything's fair in content. 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 If you speak to yeah. Santu for one minute, <laughs> everything's fair in content. Huh? Fair. Yeah, everything is fair in content. Everything, it's no holds barred, you know, and uh, there are no rules. Everybody says there are rules, there are no rules, right? Yeah. Um, there are certain rules which you acquire along the way, right? Huh. You have, like the rules that I say, the rules that I've told you yesterday, or the tools that I you said that I have acquired are acquired by myself, me, myself, and I. Right. Nobody's nobody can organic experimentation. That. Yeah. No. Properly and going those, to the data. Hundred huh. percent. And those rules na kya hota hai na ki those are more valuable. 
they're steady so too those are actually acquired by you from an ex- series of experiment and series of trial and error and trial and error right and those will never go away and those mm-hmm. will apply forever right right those will become like a discipline almost like a discipline like a rigid set of like how do i say set of outlines you you lead your life with right that's that's i was i was recently revising a very famous study done on persuasion uh, for mm. a class right um, mm. and i was like listen we are we are getting it all wrong mm. if i can make the person believe he came up with mm. the idea or mm. if he really does come up with the idea there is no way he's backtracking on it mm. all other persuasion will have depreciation but the one that i've earned experientially myself that will mm. have appreciation so if mm. you want to really change behavior you mm. have to come up with the rules yourself if you listen to me yeah. if you listen to somebody else with those rules you will there will be a depreciation you lose the value if you come up with them yourself you will always value them there is something yeah. to that process of earning there is something remarkably uh the, distracting <laughs> there is something remarkably distracting about it remarkably distracting There's something remarkably, um, how do I say, beautiful about coming up with this set of rules that you can come up with yourself, right? Right, right. But there's something can, liberating. Liberating. There can something be. Uh, it just can be so. What is the right word? So the gratification is such so huge, right? Mm-hmm. When you come up with those rules yourself, that um, it's life changing right. for me. It has been. and i feel like it can be for anyone mm. even if it's one thing one strength you have acquired right one lesson you have learned you know while trying to learn while making things yourself the beauty the beauty is in 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 the process of making things yourself diy do it right. yourself and and i feel like that idea and that aspect and that approach is just You know how uh, Mary Kondo became a thing, like a way yeah. of life. I think DIY yeah. will become a way of life very, very soon. Yeah, but that's my prediction. No, yeah, but what's the way of life in quarantine? <laughs> For you guys, right? yes. I mean, my universally like nomadic DIYs. Like I just, I, I. Though, okay, I'm speaking more. Um, fuck it. Anyway, whatever. Listen, this has been an absolute pleasure. This is probably Thank hopefully you. one of many. um hopefully okay, i'm yeah. going to text you super soon and i'm going to bother you again for a conversation i think i have so much fun talking to you i Dan, have off the record only one only heart okay off the record is also fine unless you know uh, i switch on sneakily to zoom record but i have <laughs> one final question what yes. does it take for santu mishra to follow prakar gupta back on instagram why oh is there God. such why is there such a when blanket ban start making good content when you start <laughs> following the rules that i have told you And when, you brush my hair. Hair, and when you brush your hair is when i will follow you back i am going to bother you until that moment it has been a pleasure Dad. making friends with, Dad. with you Dad. this has been, been fantastic you. and right. this is remarkable and i feel like you have a great ip waiting to be uh, waiting to explore thanks i appreciate that